Community Voice Podcast, episode number uh, 15, I believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Community Voice Podcast. Of course, it is that podcast devoted to giving you the GSPN.TV community a voice. It's a, basically a podcast where I designed it so that, uh, well, folks could find out about who are the other people listening to these shows and what are their passions and trying to connect people to one another. And the only reason I shared all that information is because Robert Johnson's on the line. He's never heard of this podcast before. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. So I just totally prepped you for the show. And you, you've got you've got the whole basis now. Perfect. So uh, I want to introduce the, the the folks to who I'm talking to now. Uh, I'm really glad that you're here, Robert. Uh, during this 24 hour podcast marathon, uh, I, I and I'm glad that you're here at six six sixteen in the evening. We've got less than six hours left to go in this marathon. Uh, and I just had myself a Diet Coke. I am wired as all get out. I'm as loopy as heck, and and it's okay. And you know why I think it's okay? Why? Because I know everything there is to know about you, and so I know exactly <laughs> what to talk about. There, I can lead us down things. I mean, we'll we'll talk about things that people never dreamed of hearing in a community voice podcast. Uh, seriously though, um, you're scaring me. No, I, I just want to, you know, usually the first question I ask people for this podcast is tell me who is Robert Johnson. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't need you to know, do I'm, that. You don't need to do that. But I wrestle with that very question myself. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Robert's occasionally bald. Occasionally. <laughs> Whenever he gets a bad haircut, he goes and shaves his head. It makes me so mad. <laughs> shave it. Uh, I'll never forget the first time I saw you shave your head, Rob. Uh, you looked like Paul Schaefer from Dave Letterman Band. <laughs> I am not kidding you. You had just gotten those those new glasses, and, and I'm telling you, I thought maybe I was watching the late night show with David Letterman. That is so funny. And sometimes I actually use a razor, and I mean to skin. This I know. Well, uh, if if it sounds like um, Rob and I are talking as though maybe this is, we probably got a relationship that's maybe transcends the 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 three years that I've been podcasting and an occasional Twitter message here and there. It's because Robert Johnson's more than just a GSPN.TV Plus member. Uh, he's more than just somebody that I met online. He's actually been my best friend. Uh, what has it been? 70, 75 years now, 75 years going on 76. I think so. So, uh, no, seriously, I, I met, I met Rob not too long after I got married to Stephanie. So, uh, Stephanie and I, 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 I think we're, you were living in an apartment with no children. I, no doubt. And I remember you telling me that you're like, no, I don't think I really want kids. Uh, and back then I didn't. Back then you didn't. That's right. So it turned out to be quite a good dad, I think. Uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 I can't complain. <laughs> so, so Robert and I go back probably twelve years. I would say, wouldn't you say that's a safe bet? 
Uh, yeah, about that. And uh, Rob and I used to go to this. Uh, Rob Rob came to town uh, and and started attending this little tiny Nazarene church where he and I uh, were were going. And he he came to us this Bible study group. Uh, and, and, and he was probably just a little bit weirded out by me, I think, weren't you? No, you, you gotta, you gotta say it a little it, it was more like this. I started going to this particular church that weirded me out. You really weirded me out. I kept thinking to myself, <laughs> why won't this guy just leave me alone? And, uh, after you used to carry this old compact laptop, remember that thing? Yes, I do. <clears throat> and you'd carry it around and you go, look, you know. I like computers. You like computers? And really just, uh, that's a strange icebreaker. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I finally conceded and went to one of these uh, cell groups and uh, met Jesus for the first time like I have never before in my life. And uh, it starts from there. Yeah, it does. It, it was it yeah. was amazing days. And of course, I was I was one of those overly zealous people that I'm kind of uh, embarrassed to be around. To be honest with you, these days when it's like right. I, I every you ever get around those Christians these days and it's like, oh, let me tell you about Jesus and why you and, need Jesus and, and and then you turn around and you're, like you're not paying attention because you don't want to actually be drawn into that conversation. Exactly. <laughs> so so that's exactly who I was at that point in time and and. And I think I converted you almost to be that kind of person as well. We did. We we shared a lot of the same traits. We <laughs> asked people how much uh, they prayed for that day, and if three and a half hours wasn't enough, <laughs> no doubt. Oh my gosh! I re- oh, we did some really bad stuff, Rob. We did. We, we did. did. We did. So I still ask forgiveness every day for some of that stuff. <laughs> Dear God, will you please help those people through counseling? <laughs> exactly. Gosh. <laughs> So, so Rob and I go way back, and and, and one of the, the one of the things that uh, I think many people who listen who have been listening to the uh, generally speaking podcast network from the beginning for the last three years now, um, you guys are aware of the fact that I used to be involved in ministry, and uh, what you may not know is that that Rob and I basically kind of felt the call at the same time to go into ministry together as, as local pastors uh, seeking out an eldership or an ordination in the church of the Nazarene. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and that, that began some pretty interesting stuff for us. It did. And it did. It, it forced us to, um, uh, to, to reevaluate how we really saw our faith, you know, and I consider it a blessing now, but at the time it was very difficult very difficult. Yep, yep. It, well, I'll tell you what. Um, let me, let me just uh, say real quickly. Richard Emblem's in the uh, chat room. He are, are you familiar with Richard Emblem? Have I told you about him? I don't think so. Okay, he, he's a he's a great friend from the community in the UK, and uh, he's a he's a very uh, encouraging guy and, and and stuff like that. And, and as soon as he heard you, uh, he says, "Is that Ray, Robert Johnson, Cliff's prayer partner?" And uh, <laughs> of course, I'm always talking about you in uh, in the My Crazy Life podcast. Sometimes, sometimes it's good. Um, sometimes, and uh, other times maybe not so good. But uh, but those are for plus members only, and, and I, <laughs> nobody hears those. Nobody hears those. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and Richard says it's very nice to meet you in the chat room. By the way, always oh, nice to meet you, Richard. 
So you were going through some tough times at that time. Uh, obviously, just you know, our it would it would seem that we would have already adjusted to 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 some things by that time in our life. But boy, looking back, how young and naive were we? Man, I tell you, night and day. And you know, it really hasn't been all that long, but it feels like it has. If that makes sense, you know, I I don't do. I don't want to do injustice by saying how wise I am because I obviously don't feel like I'm all that wise, but I was a lot, I'm a lot wiser now than I was then. That's for sure. You know, we were just excited. We were just excited. I think so. I think so. Uh, in fact, uh, one of some of my fondest memories of when you used to live up here in, in Northern Kentucky and in, in God's land, God's uh, land. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before you moved to the Swamplands. <laughs> With the gators. With the gators. Uh, but anyway, I, I recall some of my fondest memories are uh, when we used to we used to take these directed Bible study courses for, for our minister's license. And uh, we would study at the church late at night. We would, we would go there, probably meet around 7, 8 o'clock in the evening. And I recall at least one occasion, it may have happened more, but I, there was this one occasion, we actually started praying together about nine or 10 o'clock in the evening, and we did not leave and stop praying and leave that church until like four in the morning. Do you remember that night? I absolutely do. And it happened on a, on a couple of occasions. You know, for all the hard times we had, or I had during that time in my life, there's one thing that I could say that about it is that it gave me... I don't want to say it taught me how to pray, but God really spoke to me through prayer. And even though I, I, do, I haven't had an evening like that, you know, you know, probably since that evening, um, I can't tell you how much that just altered the way my life for these, you know, many 10 years. You know, it's just evenings like that don't come often enough. Yeah. In fact, sometimes I'm envious of those days and, and I wish I could kind of recreate some of the experience that we had it. And, and this may sound really weird and, and maybe this should be more along the lines of a, an about the church episode than a, just the community voice podcast. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and, and not all of ours are, are usually this quote unquote faith based. But, uh, uh, if, if that doesn't interest you, you can certainly turn us off at this point. But, uh, uh, we can probably tell you some funny stories. You you probably would just stick around just to listen to it. But uh, I, I recall, Rob, there were there were times when you know God God's presence was so felt so real to us, and and that there were times when it didn't seem like we were in a little tiny Nazarene church in Highland Heights, Kentucky, but instead, uh, literally, as if we were in this throne room of God, that and, yeah. and we were there before Him, and and just. It's man, I. It's not something I've really experienced since those days. I mean, it's not that God's been distant from me, or that I've been completely distant from God, but but I don't experience prayer like that, like when we used to get together. You know, I tell you, I, there are times <clears throat> when I when I think of it like this. Though this is probably not a good analogy, but when you first met Stephanie and I first met my wife, there is that that romance there is that that time where my heart just I, like i'm nervous you know like there's this a good anxious a good anxiety and 
I don't know if how you, how you courted Stephanie, but I talked to my wife for hours. Oh yeah, and and <laughs> you know now that we're together, she wishes you know that we'd have some of those conversations again. And I'm not as talkative as I used to be, uh, but I I think it's kind of a similar. Well, it's not really similar, but it, it's the same in the same ballpark of that kind of experience where my relationship with with God was just blossoming, you know, and I just I wanted to devour him as much as possible. So basically, it, it, like in the uh, I think the five love languages book, it talks about this euphoric uh, phenomenon of falling in love. And 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 I and you know it maybe if if anything it reminds me of the scripture that in the, in the in the uh, uh, book of Revelations where one of the angels are, speaks to the church or or where uh, the spirit speaks to the church uh, and says you know hey you're neither hot nor cold you need to return to your first love and yeah. and sometimes I think maybe we ought to try to to find out what is it keeping that barrier why why aren't we willing to to yeah. to, to to pursue our wives even. Uh, well, and that's that a good way. thing uh, to to think about too, because um, re- I say recently, but in this last year, uh, and it's kind of fitting that it's it's the New Year's Eve. As I look back, I, I really feel an awakening with my own wife, with um, with Jesus, with my work, and there's this real awakening, and there is this desire for pursuit in all things, you know. And seeing as this is a community podcast, so I will say that um, knowing you and knowing you when this started, uh, I've poo-pooed a lot of this podcasting stuff and <laughs> gone through my <laughs> I've gone through my own up and downs with uh, consuming podcasting um, entertainment. But I will say that uh, for those that do listen to this to try to listen to the About the Church podcast. And even though I know you personally and that I, I've had deeper discussions with you than you know just about anybody in my life, I still get and receive so much blessing from that one particular podcast. Um, and I don't know that DG will be in or around uh, your co-host with, with that show, but both uh, him and you have really blessed me just through that podcast alone. And I just, you know, I want to be able to say that. And so other listeners will hopefully listen to, to what I'm saying and, and at least give it a shot if they don't already yeah. to, uh, to listen to it. Because it really is, it's asking those questions that that I always ask just to myself or, or, or just to God. And it is so good to hear a lot of that discussion and those questions among other people that speak, you know, frankly and open and honest. It's really good. Even if we don't find all the answers to supply them to you. Yeah. Yeah. And not being afraid to hear people's answers that aren't in line, you know, just, just the breadth of discussion there is refreshing. Even if it is uh, challenging to uh, your own faith or the way that you look at things. And, and that is, that's good. It's been very, it's been a very good blessing. And so, Thanks for putting that out. Well, the two of you. Thank, so. thank you for for enjoying it and uh, for your very encouraging words, as I yeah. always get from you. Of course, uh, you'll be very excited <laughs> to hear, Rob, that at uh, let's see here, uh, I think it was about I don't know two thirty in the morning here last night. Uh, I recorded episode number 
64 of the About the Church podcast. And guess who my co-host was for that? I think I saw on the list that it was Tess. That's exactly right. So, And, and I'm excited to hear. Yeah. To it, hear what you guys talked about. All right, and we are back. For well, the meantime. Well, I'll tell you what. Let, <laughs> let's just move on to something else. Uh, I, but anyway, te- matter of fact, Tess is actually in the... Uh, she she's in the chat room now and and I see her us. there. So yeah, you'll definitely be interested in in that episode. It's episode sixty four of about the church, and uh, you have to it, check it out. It's one of three podcasts that I download. What are the other two that you download, Rob? Well, um, one is Security Now because uh, I still find that I l- I learn something from that uh, every once in a while. So that's good. And then um, the Totally Rad Show, completely for entertainment value. Gotcha. Very cool. So, so Rob, let's let's tell them a little bit more about yourself. Uh, so, you you live in the swamplands. I live in the swampland. I wrestle gators uh, every night. Yeah, That's a complete lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I do uh, IT. Con- excuse me, I do IT consulting, um, f- mainly for financial institutions. I go in and and help make sure that their computers are. Uh, running the way they're supposed to, that their users are doing what they're supposed to, and and uh, I lay down the law when they don't. Awesome! And you do this. You used to do this as an employee of a of, of a bank, and then you decided one day, very much like me, only you did this before I did, and that was I, you felt this gnawing in your heart. Oh, for years I felt like I just should work for myself, you know, but. That sounds silly saying it, but not, I felt like, not to make this faith-based again, but I really feel as though God was pushing me saying, this is how I want you to work. This is how I want you to live your life. And I really feel as though I, being in the industry that I am, I would see so much bad advice and I would see people spending so much money on technology that that didn't help the problem. And I would, and I just wanted to go into this field and tell people, and and not be that person that tries to sell them technology to solve their problem. You know, I want to give them good business counseling, and if there's a technology that can help, I'll advise you know that, but not just oversell you know that kind of stuff. So once I did that, I can't tell you the feeling. Uh, I can't tell you how much that was a faith movement. And then after that started, how, like, I love working. You know, I love what I do. And right. I can't tell you how, what that does to my family and everybody that I'm with that, you know, I, I used to be a, a bit of a jerk, I think. I know. <laughs> I know I've been a, a bit of a jerk in the past. And and I think that comes from feeling like you are just in prison by your job or you're a slave to the grind or whatever, and you're not following your true passion. And, um, you know, once you make that change, even as hard as it could be, just as, you know, just that initial inertia to, to, to start that, uh, it takes so much out of you. But once you get going, it's like riding a wave, you know. Right. I'm I'm getting ready to catch that wave in 2009, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've already caught it. I you've know already I have. caught. 
you've already caught it. Yeah, I tell you, it, 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 you know what I, I thank God for is is the fact that you know he he called you to do this before me, uh, and 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 that you know had you to lean on when it came to some pretty high anxiety times and stuff like that. I you know I I don't mind taking this back to the to the faith based stuff. Um, uh, I'd love to in fact share with people. Um, one of the things that keeps me motivated, one of the things that keeps me going. Uh, is the fact that um, Rob's not only like a best friend, he, I mean, and he's almost like a brother to me. Uh, but one of the things that Rob and I have done, of course, we talked about those early days that we used to pray together uh, through certain circumstances. It, it, it turned out that he had to leave God's land here in northern Kentucky and 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 he was going to he was going to move back home to some family down in in, in the swamplands of Florida. Uh, where where it's only bearable, you know, three months out of the year to live. Uh, but he went down there, and I remember you um, getting ready to to leave to go down there. Now we we had always had this relationship where we would we would get together, you know, I think it was at least once a week or once every other week or something like that. To I think it's actually once a week we got together to to pray together, and we did that face to face. And I remember. Um, you, right before you were ready to leave for Florida, uh, I was still working at the insurance agency back then and they had hired me to, to, uh, do their computer systems and stuff. And I had a whole batch of computers that need to be needed to be set up. And you remember that we worked late into the night Yep. and, yep. uh, we, we worked and, and configured all the network and everything for, for that. And it, gosh, that was back on windows 95 when networking was not fun. <laughs> Right, where it was hard. It took skill. <laughs> it did. <laughs> and so uh, I remember working on that. And then I remember sitting in the car and, and uh, I mean, literally tears came to my eyes when when basically that was going to be the last time we saw each other for we didn't know how long. Cliff, you cried like a baby. I was a little scared, actually. <laughs> I did. I mean, and, and I'm, not af- I'm not afraid to admit it. I mean, I really felt like... You know, oh my gosh, there's just no way Rob's going to Florida. There's no way we're going to be able to continue to keep uh, any sort of friendship um, uh, going whatsoever. And and here we are. uh, Gosh, I don't know. Nine years later. uh, How long have you been down in Florida? Uh, It's got to be like nine years. So Uh, eight, eight or nine at least. Was Megan born when you went down? I don't think so. Okay, because Stephanie said Steph, it, she must have been she must have been just newborn or something because Stephanie said that uh, yeah because remember you lived with us and that's Megan, right you lived and with that's us a whole, for a that's a whole other funny story but. that is another funny story <laughs> uh, until we got tired of you and said oh, <laughs> exactly. come on man can't you get an apartment Cliff you're so passive aggressive <laughs> you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that may have changed a little bit. I think maybe I was the one who sent you to Florida. No. <laughs> like, come on, Rob. Uh, no, but seriously, um, I, I do. I'm, it's like, and, and here we are eight years later, and we have had this prayer partnership going ever since then. Uh, now, obviously, we've had we've had good times and bad times. We've we've kind of avoided or neglected uh, our commitment to to getting yeah. together uh, sometimes months at a time. Yeah. But uh, we've always come back to it, and 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 of course that that's the true that's true as of uh, you know just a couple months ago we've been back at at this again, and and 
for for folks out there, Rob Rob is really one of the reasons why I'm able to continue to stay motivated uh, and and stay connected to to my real vision and mission for what I honestly believe. Uh, just like Rob shared when he left his career, uh, was was. Basically, uh, this is a calling for me to to step out on faith and and to do what God has wired me to do, and 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 that is this podcasting stuff. And uh, to so, talk. yeah, to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so 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 l- let's explain to people. I mean, there are some people out there. Prayer partnership. What is that? How would you explain it? Well, let's uh, let, let me say it like this. We there's two ways of explaining it. I think there's the on book kind of like dictionary way of saying it, where two people or however many people get together for the for the purpose of just praying together to to making a commitment to to sit down and set aside time and and pray together, whether it's over a telephone or face to face or whatnot. Uh, in actuality, I think it's much different than that. I think it's it's a time that we set aside to encourage one another, to share our fears with each other, whether it's uh, you know job related or family related, and 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 we have both gone through some very tough family situations and and some personal trials, and being able to just talk to somebody for the sh- for the sheer purpose of just confiding in them, so that they could support you, you know. And, and then being able to reciprocate that. And so I think over the time, we call it prayer partnership, but it really is uh, the best of friendships. You know, it is just this sharing of, of each other's lives. And, and to say that we, you couldn't do it 900 miles away, um, that's just not right because we can and we have, you know. And I think that people should do that whether uh, if it's over the internet or telephone or, you know, writing letters or uh, however they can to make sure that they reach out to somebody and 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 just pour themselves into them and and to be able to lift each other up you know and we usually we usually get together and we talk for a little bit about what happened and, and during the week and whatnot and what's been going on and and we pray you know i mean it it, it sounds I, I, silly is not the word it sounds almost cheesy but it you know it's it's a wonderful thing and and it really has been a sustaining force in my life so yeah it, that's it, how i define it absolutely you know? the, and the, that's exactly how i would define it the only things i would add to that is um is this this issue of of accountability too and it's and it's something that that you know it's something we both decided we wanted to be a factor mm-hmm. in in our friendship and and that is like you know the truth is is that all of us you know regardless of what our faith is what our principles what our values are we still struggle to live those out in our daily lives and and left unchecked we can we could get involved in some pretty silly stuff and 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 kind of um uh what do you do when you when you talk your talk your way through it uh justify it yeah justify of, yeah so we we can justify a lot of things and then all of a sudden we what is cl- what would clearly be an issue that we would, if we saw somebody else doing it, we would clearly take issue with it. But then all of a sudden, if we're doing it ourselves, we've kind of just like, well, it's not that bad. Uh, so one of the things that, that Rob and I have done over the years, and we did this early on, is we said, listen, 
you're the one person I'm going to give the permission to ask me any question ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you there, you don't hold anything back, and and I I give you that permission. And in fact, um, there are specific things that I struggle with, and these are the these are the top things I struggle with. Now, people think I'm pretty transparent, and obviously that's the case. Uh, but even in, in the My Crazy Life and even the My Crazy Life episodes that are for plus members only, um, you, you think I'm transparent there. Uh, there. There are still those things that just aren't comfortable enough to talk to and, and even, even hardly verbalize uh, and, and sometimes just very difficult to share that I struggle with. And, and Rob is that one guy that I will share those things with. And, and I say, you know, Rob, I'm telling you, man. If if you don't ask me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring this one up again. Uh, yeah. But I, I say, you know, you ask me anytime because I want to be held accountable to this. And and that's well. A- let's let's give an example, but I'll do it from my uncomfortable point of view. Okay. Um, it, for an example was is when I started seeing my wife, I made the decision to move in, and and this is where I think a prayer partnership and, and encouragement and and where where you hold each other up in such a degree that you can disagree, that you can say, I think what you're doing is not good for yourself or it's wrong, and that that won't be counted against me. And and you and I had a very strong disagreement, and 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 we didn't necessarily see eye to eye on on how uh, uh, my wife and I got together because I moved in. And you asked me some very frank questions, you know, very bluntly, you know, and I, they, they're uncomfortable questions, you know, and, and I answered honestly, and we, and that generated discussion and, and we're closer for that. You know what I mean? We're, and, and my friendship was never in, in jeopardy, I think, over that, over that, you know, and we're able to look back and go. You know, that was, I know you will tell me what I need to hear, or I know that you will steer me in the way that you believe is correct, no matter what, you know, you just won't tell me what I want to hear. Right. And I think that's, that is where this accountability comes in and this real deep friendship that you just won't, you know, paint it gold. You'll just, you'll tell it how it is. And, and that isn't enough. Or we don't have enough of that of those kinds of relationships in our lives. Yeah. And, and, and one of the, 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 the phrases that comes from, from scripture that, that talks about this kind of friendship and it's, and it's iron sharpens iron. And, and that's exactly what we're called to be for one another. And, uh, so, you know, hopefully just us sharing a little bit about our friendship in that way. Um, and, and I'll tell you, my, my life is enriched and, and stuff like that. And, and I'll tell you, it's, it's painful to have somebody that, that you've given permission to, uh, literally I've given Rob permission to judge me. You know, I I don't give too many people that permission. I mean, some people take it upon themselves to do it. Uh, but, but Rob's that one guy that says, listen, I, I, I want you to question my motives from time to time. And, and, and he's obviously done that. And, and, uh, and, 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 you know, we've, he shared that story. I mean, we basically could go back and forth and, and I will tell you that we have had some uncomfortable conversations, some bitter, harsh disagreements that would just tear, that would totally permanently destroy a friendship. If, if it weren't for the fact that, that this is what our friendship was built upon. Right. And so awesome stuff, man. 
It is. And of course, uh, you know, before before we get all, you know, and we think people are to to look at Rob and Cliff, and we are to be the icon to live up to, and to look look towards and say, my gosh, I just hope one day I could be as holy as Cliff and Rob. I think somebody's writing a book about us, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it's God, and he's going to show us that book one day. Great. It's like, let me show you something that maybe you overlooked. No, let, let me just tell you, we're not perfect at this stuff. Um, you know, so, sometimes we get, sometimes Rob really, um, really, uh, I don't know how he does it, but he says, hey, Cliff, why don't we talk at like six o'clock in the morning? On Sunday. What am I thinking when I say those things? I have no idea. What am I saying when I agree to it? <laughs> As I go to bed at five o'clock, oh, I got to talk to Robin an hour. <laughs> well, you know, the truth is, and, and the truth is, is that this is going to sound really bad, but there's no good time for it. Meaning you, we have, you have to set the time aside. So it, you know, you're going to set it aside whenever, regardless. So, any time is as good as any other time, I guess. Exactly. That that came out really wrong and not at all what I intended. <laughs> no. I, let, let me see if I can rephrase it after uh, <laughs> being sleep deprived for 19 hours. Uh, basically, what what you're, you're saying is is really there there is no time on the schedule that it's convenient. Ye- yes. You know how many kids do you have, Rob? Uh, I have three living with me, three out of state. And I have three kids living with me. You and I both have our own businesses. We we strive to live a balanced life, being the husband and father that that we're called to be. And you know, we're both a bit of a workaholic, and and sometimes yeah. we both struggle with uh, finding our own self worth and and being defined by what we do and what we produce. And 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 so when you add all of that stuff to the equation, it's not easy to say, okay, well, let's carve out this hour every single week and 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 have this a non ascent or uh, a non-negotiable this is a time that we get together and that's hard to do and and so what we what we've resorted to is like i'll tell you what i don't have anything at six o'clock in the morning other than sleep so <laughs> exactly <laughs> let's do it then well normally i poop at this time but i'll try to move that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were going to go there, but well, I just got done changing a soiled diaper. Gotcha. See, see gotcha. what I'm saying? See how convenient this is? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a Facebook video I sent you once. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not go there. That was funny. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I've been up for 19 hours because I just said that out loud. <laughs> Well, I'm going to pretend you didn't say it. I, I'm going to edit it out later. <laughs> Not. Oh, uh, so anyway, I, it doesn't seem like we're probably going to end this community uh, show and, and run right into a help. I got a Mac uh, because we have <laughs> we have six minutes before I bring on Mac, Maggie Mac to uh, to um, help bring me down to the ground, because I'm, if I don't, I'm just going to who knows what I'll say. I got more poop jokes if you want me to say them. <laughs> I, that's OK, Rob. <laughs> But uh, we're going to wrap up here in just a minute. But I think I was on the verge of uh, making sure people weren't putting us on a pedestal. Uh, pedestal? I think it's pedestal. But anyway. Pedestal. 
pedestal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, the the thing is, is what I wanted to share is that um, we we've we've already shared with you that uh, there have been times where we've gone months where we don't keep in touch. We 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 basically miss a week here and then say, "Oh, dude, I'm so sorry," and we miss the next week, and it's, "Oh, dude, next week for sure," and. And then, well, we don't even bother saying I'm sorry for until yeah, right. until one of us Three is in the past and go, hey, aren't I supposed to talk to you? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then we one of us experiences some kind of crisis of faith and we're about ready. <laughs> we, we call each other with one last ditch effort, finally trying to see if we can get through the phone. Rob, I'm standing on the corner of the bridge now. Tell me why I shouldn't <laughs> jump. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. But but what is true is we have gone certainly months throughout the years where uh, we didn't. And of course, and let me also just share that Rob and I, it, what's really funny is that uh, there are only two things. Well, actually, no. What's weird, Rob, is we actually share a whole lot more in common these days than we ever did in the past. You know, I think you're right. But in the past, not so distant past. Nothing. Nothing. We it, it uh, was except for some the love for some computers or technology and for Jesus. Yep. Other than that, Jesus and technology. Be, that was it. We couldn't be further from each other. Though I think we're kind of mellowing out in our our years. We are. We are. So so anyway, what I was going to say is that there there were times where we were very and I'll even use the word religious about getting together once a week and yes. talking. And uh, Jesus would be maybe, you know, five minutes at the end when we realized we had to get off the phone, but let's pray real quick. Uh, right. and, and the other three and a half hours that we talked was all about, you know, oh, dude, did you see Gizmo Project? And yeah, I remember talking about that. <laughs> yep. And we would just talk about technology and, and just the stuff we're playing around with and and uh, so, so you know, I, I share that just to say, you know, we, we made it sound like we're super holy. You know, we got our we got our Christian brother act all together in the beginning. And it just we, we have our ups and downs. And, and right now we're actually we're flying high on the on the mountaintop. So I'm, I'm well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, uh, ooh, I'll tell you the difference is, is that there, you said it as kind of an undertone. But when you when you have a bit of religion, when you do it with a religious undertone, uh, it kind of, it kind of, we fail at that. But what we're doing well, I think, is staying connected and and sharing each other's faith and encouraging each other much better than we have in the past because we don't consider it religious. That's absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And uh, we right now want to say happy 2009, happy new year to everybody in the UK and in uh, Greenwich Mean. Is it Greenwich Mean Time? Greenwich? No, Greenwich? Greenwich. Greenwich. Meantime. Meantime. Yeah. GMT. How's that? GMT. Everybody in GMT, uh, happy new year. And lift a glass. Exactly. Uh, I'll lift a bottle of water. Whatever. So, <laughs> Rob, thank you so much for participating in, in my uh, podcast marathon. We didn't get to talk about the Mac, but... Uh, Maybe we, maybe, maybe Chris and I can get you to come join us for a help. I got a Mac one night. I do have three tips. Yeah, go ahead. I have. They're real short for oh, okay. Mac users. Go ahead. You ready? Can we just tack this one on the end? Go real, right ahead. Real quick. Yep. If you press Control Alt and Command, and then the number eight, all four buttons at the same time, 
it will invert your screen's colors. Yes. So, for instance, you have a black page with white text, and I find that very hard to read. You press those four buttons. Now you have a, a white background with black text. And it's also a lot of fun to go into the Mac store or oh, even better, the best <laughs> is Best Buy because those people don't always know what happened. They don't know how to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is, is if you hover your cursor over a word and you press Control-Command-D, it'll, it'll pick up a little dictionary window and tell you what that word means. Nice. And what's number and three? I forgot, I forgot the third one. <laughs> oh, I was going to do the control zoom, the control scroll wheel. Oh, zoom. yes. I love the control zoom. So uh, on your mouse, use the scroll button and hold while holding down your uh, Apple command key, and uh, it'll zoom right in for you. Very awesome yep. stuff. Rob, Those are the three things that I had for uh, the Mac one. You know what? I'm very glad I was able to share our friendship with this community. And folks can find you on Twitter at Draft13, twitter.com slash Draft13. Thanks, Rob. That's me. Thanks, bud.